Hello, and welcome to the Rebel Soul podcast, where we discuss integration of body, mind, spirit, and how to stay in alignment with our authentic selves. I'm your host, Suzanne Venus, and I want to welcome you to this space. So, hello, everyone who is here and tuning in and joining in. It has been a shit ton of time that has passed since I have recorded or felt called to record any type of podcast. And the desire um, has been itching in me since the wee hours of the morning um, to talk about the topic of love. And today is Monday, February 13th, 2023, if you want to timestamp that. And I thought it was timely with it being Valentine's Day tomorrow. Now, yes, do I believe that Valentine's Day is a commercialized um, holiday? A hundred percent. However, I, I do like the notion of celebrating love all of the time. And sometimes holidays are good reminders in the preceding days and the, that day and the day afterwards to make it a, the, a priority. But hopefully the takeaway would be that love is the priority all of the time. So where to start, where to go? Shit, it's been a long time. So most of you that are listening have been following along for quite some time on my journey and where I've been going, what I've been doing. Um, I had recorded in the spring and I haven't had an opportunity really or the desire to record much. Um, I did a slight update in July as to what has been going on in my personal life. And um, here we are today and we're February and it's been months that have passed, um, but I'm ready to talk a little bit more. And you may be wondering, hey, Suzanne, like who the fuck are you? Someone who is in the midst of separation and divorce to be talking about love. What I will say this is that I am a human being who is of love, who doesn't turn from love, who is open to love, who has loved and received love and will continue to do so. Regardless of the fact that I had a marriage that ended in divorce. And let me just put some things at ease, not that it's anyone's business, my reasons why my marriage ended. However, when you're with somebody for two decades, you don't take lightly the unraveling of things, especially when there is a child involved. However, at some point, when things are not changing and there's been ample opportunity to change, and there is a child witnessing and seeing a model of love, I believe, and what I believed in the moment, and I still do to this day, is that that child is deserving of witnessing and understanding a love that is healthy, that is respectful, that is mutual, that if it's not present in their day-to-day, that you know, parents model this for our children. I have a lot of clients whose parents ended in divorce and um, they waited until adulthood before the divorce was finalized. And they said, I wish it would have happened sooner. 
Um, in order for us to understand healthy love, we need to see modeled healthy love. We need to feel healthy love. And also for myself, um, I am in a place where I want nothing short of beautiful and connected love. So I don't know, the other day I watched, and of course this is unscripted, that is how I go about all of my podcasts, but the other day I watched uh, the Pamela Anderson um, documentary, which I believe was produced by, by her son, Dylan. And it was just interesting to me, this woman who was this sex symbol for, you know, the 90s and the 2000s and, you know, seemed to, oh, here she is, she must be, you know, whatever judgment people have placed on her of all of her marriages and failed marriages and so on and so forth. But what was so beautiful about her is her resiliency and her turn to love in loving herself and truly coming into the healing and loving herself and always wanting to turn to love. I mean, this woman had journal after journal. I, at one point they showed like a room with her journals and there were hundreds in there of writings uh, and it was all on love, her love relationships with others and her intimate partners and her sons and her love relationship with herself. So yeah, I do think that I'm qualified to uh, speak on love because it has always been from a giving place to others that I have loved and wanted to see the best in everyone that I have been with, that I meet my family with love that I meet my daughter with unconditional love and that I give myself the utmost in unconditional love as well through this whole healing process. So here we are today. And what I wanted to talk a little bit about is something that comes up in really in, um, you know, my coaching clients that I'm working with, especially the ones that are doing the eight weeks with me that really go in depth is that they want to turn to love and, but they're scared. And what I will say is that in order for us to really deepen our connection in love and intimacy with someone who we are romantically involved with, it requires us moving into our fear. What will happen is, um, if we have fear and it's often fear of being found out. And what I'm going to say about this is in the path of self-discovery, uh, self-love, self-acceptance, we must come to terms with every aspect of ourself, all the beautiful light filled parts and all the gross, distasteful, disgusting, shameful parts that we've buried aside. We must address them. We must acknowledge them. We must accept them and love ourselves despite all of this in order to bring those parts to light. And often what happens is people will go through this process, but they're scared to share in this in relationship. And I had a conversation with one of my coaching clients the other day, and I said, listen, if you want to truly 
connect and there's already that deep connection which i'm going to talk about the distinction between connection and chemistry and or, um, compatibility but if you really want to truly deepen that connection with somebody you have to lean into the fear you have to drop every mask every part of you has to be on the table even the parts that you don't um desire the most that you are in judgment possibly still or that you're worried about other people being in judgment if you do not share that aspect of yourself with the person you are intimately in relationship or romantic partnership with you close a door and what happens energetically i i say we have all of these doors let's say on our energetic field and we meet somebody and they're all open because we're open to the possibility of what could be, which is beautiful. And I have been in this uh, recently in the possibility of everything that could be. And I'll talk more about that in a bit. But it's an opportunity for us to grow into the deepening of the connection, because if there's a part of ourselves that we are still in judgment in, that we are worried that they may be in judgment in, we close the door to that person in fear. And when we close a door to that person in fear, what we're doing is putting a part of our mask back on. And then we're in the state of wanting to protect this mask that we put on, that it can't slip up because what if they see like, the real us? The thing is, when there's no mask, there's no fear because everything is on the table. Every card is on the table. There's nothing that could come back and bite us in the ass because we put it all out there. And when you have the opportunity to be in a partnership with somebody, a relationship with somebody, whether it's new or whether it's already established, if there is a fear that something may slip, and come to the forefront of knowledge that may cause a wedge, that wedge is already there between you. That wedge is already there between you. Can I say that again? That wedge is already there between you. And so it takes huge bravery and vulnerability to let all of yourself be seen. But if we want that pure connection, of unconditional love, that is love without strings, love for the sake of love. We need to allow all of ourselves to be seen and we need to create a safe space for all of the other person to be seen. I wanna talk a little bit about uh, something that I put in my stories. I think the guy's name or his handle is Steven Speaks or something. He's just a very incredibly articulate man. He talks a lot about men and what it is that they truly desire, men showing up in their masculine. And I'm going to revert back to masculine and feminine energies a little bit. Not in that I mean that everyone, every man is always in his masculine, every woman is always in her feminine. But I do believe we have, as a society, everyone wanting to more move into this more um, deeper connection to our divine feminine and masculine selves. 
So masculine energy is all about action, support, loyalty, giving. And feminine energy is all about receiving, being open, being wise and intuitive. We have the heal, the unhealed aspects, which I'm not going to get into in this podcast. I have it, I don't know, somewhere in the last couple of years, you could look for the feminine and masculine energies just to get a better understanding or wrap your head around it. But I do believe that as we go on the personal growth and development and awareness and spiritual path, remembering that to be the most spiritual version of ourself means to be our most human version of ourself, our fully expressed human self. That we come into this understanding and acceptance of our divine feminine and masculine self and embrace it. And there's a part of me that's in my masculine in this moment that I'm actually taking action and doing right? That aspect of me gets shit done and it's necessary. And I have to hold that container when I work with people to be that support. I also have to embrace my feminine aspect of self and the divine feminine that is softer, that accepts, that's intuitive and wise, and that knows deep in the truth and essence and viscerally knows instead of my analytical and logical mind. And we require both, both elements. But when we're in partnership with somebody, whether it is um, a same-sex partnership or it is in an opposite-sex partnership, there's still the polarity of pulling the masculine and feminine energy. And there's times when you're a woman in a partnership with a man that you will need to pull into more of that masculine role. And maybe that masculine role shows up in you initiating sex and sexual intimacy. Maybe that masculine shows up in being that safe landing space and support for a man to be in touch with his emotions and, and um, share those emotions with you. When you're, in your feminine, it, it means that you are accepting of all that is, that when there's giving happening, that you are able to receive. And it's a softening. We need to soften in order to be um, receptive to receiving. But it's a give and take. And where I'm going with this is that it's asking us to lean into these vulnerable spaces of connection of compatibility, of chemistry. And I, I wanna kind of itemize the difference between these um, because we can deepen connection and attachment and bond and all of those things, but like connection is something entirely different. Sorry, I said connection prior to when I meant attachment or a bond. So, you know, having moved out of uh, a long-term relationship and being open to love because I am open to love. I, I want to love. I want a partner. I want a partner in life. Um, there are a lot of people that I would be compatible with that would say, hey, you know what? She's really articulate. She's smart. She's driven. Um, you know, maybe she is physically attractive to me, 
all of these things and she would make a good partner. And that's wonderful. I could be compatible with a hundred different people. hundred different people could be compatible with me. They are driven, successful. They have a head on their shoulders. They are responsible. They are all the things that I am looking for. Wonderful. That's great. I could be compatible with a ton of different people. I don't doubt it. I have no doubt. Even at 43, I think I could find compatibility with a variety of different people who could be a partner in some way, shape, or form. I think we all have that ability. I think we all have these people that we find chemistry with, that we meet them, and it's boom, and it's passion, and it's intense, and it's and it's all of these things that there's like this chemical reaction happening. And scientifically, this does happen when you're intimate with somebody, there are chemicals and endorphins and oxytocin and everything is released to really drive this actual physical chemistry. But physical chemistry only goes so far. What I'm suggesting, what I'm proposing, what I have experienced now, is that there is connection, which is entirely different. Connection is something that is intangible. We cannot qualify or quantify it. It is something that is felt viscerally. It is the connection and recognition of two souls seeing each other in one another and finding that ultimate true partnership and union. It is body, mind, soul. It is everything. It is spiritual, emotional, mental, and yes, even sexual and physical connection. It is all. There is not one element that isn't met. And what I will say is that if you find the match in this person who is your soul's counterpart, who is your spirit, recognizing your spirit in another person, cultivate that connection, deepen that connection. Anytime fear arises, lean into that fear. Open honesty is where fear goes to die in these types of connection. Because we know that if we don't want any of these doors to be closed, it is up to us to keep them open, to lean in to be that safe landing space, to say, hey, this is what's in my heart. This is what has happened. And I want to use it, not because I'm scared you're gonna use it against me, but because I want us to know all of each other so that we can come even closer in our connection to one another. I am telling you, you cannot seek out connection but when it is there, you are responsible to cultivate it. And you will know what true connection is when you feel it on every level, level in your body. It's something that I hope 
every single human being has the opportunity to experience in their lifetime. I think love that is short of connection is short of connection. And can we have a comfortable life with someone that we are not connected to? Sure. Can we have a fulfilled, deeply profound life without the connection? I don't believe so. I believe our soul wants to love fully and be seen and love fully. So with that rambling, I want to impart unconditional love to you. Love and accept all of yourself so that you can be open, honest, and not shameful of any parts that you have kept hidden in the shadows, that you can use them to navigate and walk through your fear in full honesty and truth with your soul's counterpart, your spirit, recognizing your spirit within somebody else, having that connected match. It's a beautiful thing. I wish nothing but love to all of you. Who the hell knows when I will be up here and recording again when I feel called, hopefully sooner than later as I'm paying for this platform and I haven't been using it. Uh, yeah, love is beautiful, you guys. And it takes navigating the fuck out of your fear time and time and time again to experience the expansiveness and the liberation. My goodness, the liberation. What I believe connection, love connection on every level um, ignites within us is freedom and liberation. So I wish that to all of you. Happy Valentine's Day if you listen to this on or before. Happy day to you whenever this happens to land at your feet, in your ears. It will be in the right time. Um, yeah, move forward with love and compassion in your hearts. All the best to you. Bye for now.